Thank you, Ingrid Atamare. Two sentiment surveys uh, released last week by ANZ Bank, one for consumers and the other for businesses, showed improvements in confidence. Well, households were less pessimistic and businesses the most upbeat in nine years. But one feature of both was that inflation expectations looked to have stalled around the 4.5% level. Well, last week the Reserve Bank was talking tough, dangling the threat of rate rises, and that's in part to chill financial markets pushing for rate cuts, but also to prompt people into actually thinking that inflation is still coming down. Around the world, though, the mood in financial markets is for cuts sooner rather than later. ANZ senior economist Miles Workman doubts the RBNZ will be stampeded into cuts if other big banks such as the Federal Reserve and the Reserve Bank of Australia start doing it. We have still much higher domestic inflation. We have much higher core inflation in New Zealand than, say, in the US. Uh, So, yes, I think that the bottom line is, while we are seeing uh, a slowing in in global inflation and some good surprises there, uh, it's not necessarily uh, going to be a one-for-one story for the New Zealand economy. Uh, Markets do like to look at these global, uh, you know, the global inflation situation, and they do like to make conclusions about what it might mean for New Zealand. Uh, But at the end of the day, that's probably correlation, not causation. Miles Workman from ANZ. A perfect storm of falling local spending and household budgets facing greater pressures, leading to unprecedented pressures for the retail sector. Uh, One analyst there says more New Zealanders are spending on overseas holidays and others are spending less as high inflation and interest rates bite. A tougher times for retailers is apparent in the recent data from the credit bureau Centrix showing that retail liquidations was up 73% in the year ended October. Well, first Retail Group Managing Director Chris Wilkinson says the pressures are being felt right across the sector. Right now you need to be thinking very hard about how you're going to adapt your business. Uh, it's, it's all about leaning in, making sure that you are spending time talking to your customers, uh, being being in front of them as, as, as often you, as you possibly can. It's about developing good networks within your business communities. Chris Wilkinson says businesses that work as communities uh, have shown success. Well, a small business uh, specialising in kit set and flat pack assembly is expanding its franchise business into the United States. Kitset Assembly Services helps consumers assemble flat packs at their homes and businesses. They'll put up a garden shed, they'll put together the flat pack furniture, saunas, greenhouses, even barbecues. Chief Executive Grant Nye says the US expansion comes after six years of strong local growth. They have a local network of nearly 40 outlets and they have four operating in Australia as well. He says the company's been planning the expansion for a couple of years and it's ready to go hard. Because it is a simple model, it is a scalable model, and as we know, there's some very big franchise systems uh, in the US, you know, bigger potential franchise chains that, that might see a uh, a new idea. So again, as soon as we, we do pop that up, we, we've got to go pretty hard. Well, Grant Nye says Kitset Assembly Services uh, business is also complemented by a software system, and that should have uh, significant potential for growth in the US as well.
Let's see how the markets uh, were performing up to the end of last week. Uh, Wall Street ended the week. Solid gains. Uh, some mixed comments from the head of the Federal Reserve, Jerome Powell. The markets uh, took it as uh, a signal that rate rises are over. He actually didn't say that. He said, we are prepared to raise rates if necessary. And we're not actually not in any great rush uh, to cut rates either. But uh, the markets heard what they wanted to hear. That saw the Dow Jones average up 0.8%. The S&P 500 gained 0.6%. That's its highest level in more than a year. And the Nasdaq was up 0.5%. Our own top 50 index starts the week 11,368. It had a 37-point rise on Friday. The New Zealand dollar retains much of its recent strength. 62.1 US cents, 93 Australian. 48.9 48.9 pence, 57 euro cents, 91.1 yen and 4.43 yuan. Brent crude oil fell $2, about 2.5% to $78.90 US a barrel. Skepticism that the cuts that were confirmed by the big producers last week may actually have uh, any real effect. And gold down $6 at 2,040 US dollars an ounce. Looking ahead to this week's business agenda, pace of activity slows markedly after the earnings season that we had in the past couple of weeks and the RBNZ rate statement last week. We'll have trade numbers, commodity prices, a slew of smaller economic data, which are the last bits of the calculation for GDP in the third quarter. Uh, And Fonterra will report on its uh, first quarter performance as well this week. We'll update the numbers for you at around half past eight.